The purpose of today's podcast is to make you laugh. That's really Wednesdays, especially with a moment in Kramer history. We just want to go back to ridiculous things I used to talk about on the radio and laugh about how absurd they were. Today, ever been so drunk that you woke up in somebody else's house? And the answer is yes. You'll hear those calls today on the show. Welcome. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Yep, here we go. It's the 8th of March. This is our daily podcast that we do every single day. We have three principles in case you're new to our show. Live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot and we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. I wouldn't expect this to be a thing from you. Like, I think there's etiquette when it comes to getting a massage, right? Like, it's already like a kind of an uncomfortable experience. Like, you're declothed unclothed in front of <laughs> in front of a stranger right <laughs> mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden like they're like rubbing your body and like mm-hmm. some very intimate areas um mm-hmm. and there's like this level of trust mm-hmm. that you have to have clearly mm-hmm. right like mm-hmm. it's just you can't just be willy-nilly <laughs> uh with that <laughs> so <laughs> I was really surprised of all of all the requests my mom makes for a massage. You you went there with uh with Dramagi, my sister, to get mm-hmm. a massage. Is that what happened? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I didn't know you had this this one massage request, which doesn't seem very Nancy Nancy <laughs> of you. <laughs> well, it, I always start out this way. You know, I, I wish I had a regular masseuse, but I don't anymore. But um, I always they always start with you know, well, tell me what's going on and blah blah. You know, so I was telling her what was going on. And then I said, um, and I also don't like to chit chat. <laughs> <laughs> like that's such a bizarre, I don't know if a lot of people say that before massages. Like, have you ever had a massage? Like, have you ever said, don't talk to me basically, which is, that's like, that's like the, the, the Southern version of saying like, shut the hell up. That's right. Um, I, I've never had anyone ask my preference of mm-hmm. communication. I mean, it's not usually no, something they like. they don't ask you. No. Um, and usually it depends on on who. Like Miss Cynthia. I've talked about Miss Cynthia a lot. I swear mm-hmm. to y'all, for my San Diego people, like there was this woman that gave me this massage that was like just the it, – it was the greatest massage. And I think I've told you this story, but if not, it was this place that was literally like 10 steps from my house. It's called Fitness Massage. That's how you know it's good because if it looks terrible, it's probably good. And that's, that's like my number <laughs> one key – to a good massage and look for a place that looks like it's going to be terrible. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you it's probably going to be good. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's just called fitness massage. And the only reason I started going to her is because she took my, um, it's an HSA, I guess, health savings account. Yeah. Uh-huh. She was able to take my health savings account. So I had like thousands of dollars that I had like stored up on this HSA card. And I was like, all right, let me go. Let me get a massage. And she was $50 for a 60-minute massage or something like that. I was like, you treated me to her one time. She was fabulous. Yeah. And I was like, all right, well, let me go try. Well, I walk. I don't know anything about Miss Cynthia, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, And I walk in, and this woman's probably, uh, how old? 70? Mm. Oh, yeah. 70 years old? Yeah. Um, And uh, I'm like, damn it. Like, obviously, this is the $50 massage. Like, this is why. (laughs) She's going to rub some lotion on you. Like, this poor woman is, you know, I'm just trying to help her pay her Medicare, Medicaid (laughs) bills or whatever. And um, so I lay down and get this massage. Best massage ever. Best. Mm -hmm. Like, literally, it's the best massage I've ever had. This woman probably, I I don't even know how she didn't have arthritis, but this woman would like, it would be so, and it depends on how you like your massages, right? Some of y'all just like to get like fluffed around. Mm -hmm. I literally, like, I would be bruised sometime. (laughs) Like, I would walk in 
and like and like I would like tell her like where it was sore, and then she'd like feel my back, and she's like, "No, this is what you need today." And mm-hmm. she would literally like rub a whole entire different area that I didn't even realize was like so bad, and like and like y'all literally, this is no joke. I would be bruised, <laughs> and I'd be so pain. I'd be in so much pain the next day, and I'm like, I never can do this again. I think I have literally like nerve damage. It was so hard. And then, like two days later, it was like the best I've ever felt in my whole entire life. Like I just like I just I don't know who this woman was, but she was just literally just fantastic. So Miss India, right? So I don't really know what the deal was because Miss India did like to talk. Yeah, and she was from China, like because I like literally I know her, I, she had a daughter. Like I know I know someone's whole story, but I'll tell you, and like this is no disrespect to Miss Cynthia, but like there was something really. This is why you probably don't want to talk too much to your masseuse because you never know like what you're going to find out about them and how you're going to like feel differently when they're rubbing your body down. <laughs> so Miss Cynthia, uh, she was – I mean honestly, how do you think she was? 65, maybe 60, oh, 65? she was definitely in her 60s, yeah. Yeah. So she was she was married – she came to she came to America, and she um she just wanted to marry uh, marry an American man, and she did. And this guy was like ninety five or something. Like it was just something. I was like, I mean, I was like, I need to know more about this. Like that's that's what I'm telling you. Like you might want to talk to your masseuse because this is like the best story ever. So Miss Cynthia like married this guy, and like she's like, oh, he's sick all the time, uh, but he like takes care of me. Like he like pays my bills, and I'm like, mm, I think I see what's happening here, but whatever, it's not my thing. <laughs> So literally like one time, cause I would, I would literally go every two weeks cause it was only $50. So I would, every two weeks I would get a massage and like one time I called her and she's like, oh, I'm not going to be in town, but I'll be back. Um, and so she, the next time I was like, well, what, you know, uh, how was your trip or whatever? She's like, well, I drove to Massachusetts uh, oh. with my husband and I was like, oh, was it fun? She was like, well, he died. Oh no. And like, <laughs> oh no. Like, but like, wow. It wasn't even just like he passed away. It was almost just like, like I don't probably need to know <laughs> what happened here. Like, but now I'm here with my fifty dollars ninety minute massage because eventually she started giving me ninety minute massage for fifty dollars. I don't even know why, but she just did. But she'd be like telling so many things where I was like, I feel like. I might get like implicated for this. Like, I, like the cops might show up in my house and say, what do you know about this guy? And this is the same woman too. Like I'm going to tell you, I love Miss Cynthia. I miss her so much. Last time I was in San Diego, well, I, here's what I didn't know was that she was, um, uh, she, um, she told me after they got, well, after he died, um, uh, again, that's a weird story. She said, okay, I'm going to give myself like six months to meet a American man. And if I don't, I'm moving, moving back to China. And mm. I was like, okay, well, this is like right before the pandemic. Right. So then mm. like pandemic happened and like nobody was doing anything. And so the last time I went back to San Diego, I, I text her. I'm like, God, please still be here, please. But she wasn't there. Uh, mm. she, or she never texted me back. So I'm guessing she went back to China. Mm. Um, but wait, the second, so here's the, the second best thing about Miss Cynthia. I don't, we got so sidetracked on Miss Cynthia, but this is the story <laughs> is for some reason, she thought my name was John. <laughs> yes. And like, for like the first four times, I like tried to correct her. Uh-huh. And like every time I'd walk in, she'd still call me John. So it just got to a point where I just, I just said my name was John. <laughs> because I was just so tired of like correcting her. So like she called me and she'd be like, hey, John. I'm like, oh, hey, Miss Cynthia. Or I call her and I'd be like, I'd be like, hey, Miss Cynthia, it's John. And she's like, oh, hey, John. I'm like, <laughs> 
it's just she could never learn my name was Steven. So I just, I don't know. Ma. I, think, I think you're missing out. In hindsight, you're really missing out. And so like, Miss Cynthia is one of my favorite people on the planet. And if I didn't go. <laughs> well, I became really good friends with with the regular Misses that I went to here. You like um, invited her to your house, didn't you? I to come, she like, came hang out? to my house and had lunch and we hung out yeah, on the dog. Yeah, I love her. I don't think love that's weird. Her. But, but we didn't talk during a session. Mm-mm-mm. What no, did you no, talk no. to? How did you guys become what? friends? Like, I'm done this. Like, these Before? people ain't sitting around trying to, like, be friends. <laughs> they, got, they got a business to run. <laughs> we would talk before and we would talk after. And sometimes yeah. it was more time than, than, you know, sometimes it was a little bit of time and sometimes it was more time. But we really got to know each other that way. But the minute my body hit that table, mm-mm, no, uh-uh. <laughs> No. Don't want to hear a word. She agreed with that too. And and most of them will say, like this woman said, Oh, I never start conversation. And I said, <laughs> Okay, great. You know? Yeah. And most I, of them, I wouldn't most of them will say I don't talk. So that's just it's just a I've never said I've probably had, you know, a hundred massages in my life and I've mm. by fifty different people and like mm. I've just never said, please don't talk to me. Oh, I, don't, <laughs> like, I, I seems... don't like the chit chat stuff. <laughs> yeah, no. I, don't, I don't blame you. No, no. All right, let's do uh, let's do mom tent. This is our weekly segment where my mom uh, sends me the fa- her favorite thing, or she talks to us about the favorite thing that she found on the internet <laughs> for the week. And uh, this one, um, or the re- way this started, if you're new to our show, that's that's like the abbreviated version. But my mom uh, used to send me a ton of articles every day. But we should talk about this, talk about this, talk about. This. She sent me like 15 things a day, and I was like, okay, tell you what, it's your show too. So like once a week. <laughs> Why don't you just, you know, whatever your favorite thing you saw on the internet was, and we'll talk about it with mom tent. So here we go. Mm-hmm. This is from etiquette expert Jackie Vernon Thompson about the worst things you can do as a house guest. Wow. Okay. That's good. Okay. Uh, the first one is ignoring the shoe policy. Some people don't want anyone wearing shoes inside their home. So as a guest, you should follow their house rules on footwear, leave your shoes at the door. What is everyone's etiquette on this? Because I feel like mine has evolved over time. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to be very much a, I don't give a damn. I'd walk through my house with my shoes on. Like mm-hmm. it wouldn't, I wouldn't think twice. Mm-hmm. My new house etiquette and is I'm okay with you walking in the living room because mm-hmm. I have like laminate floors out there. So like for some reason that doesn't freak me out. They can come and like they can, you know, wash those down pretty easily. Mm-hmm. My hypochondria kicked in like so hard over mm-hmm. the carpet. I think carpet is so disgusting. It is the nastiest. Like when I you think about it, and so I've got carpet in the bedrooms and it's like, it's like literally like a, a piece of clothing you can never wash. Like obviously you can hire a carpet cleaner, I get it. But like even so, you maybe do that twice a year at most. And, and by the way, I've never cleaned this carpet one time as a rental. So <laughs> I like, it just really kind of like, ugh, like mm-hmm. grosses me out. Mm-hmm. So what? My what's what's the shoe policy at your house? You don't really care. I don't have one. Yeah, you know, we live at the lake, and you know people can wear their shoes. They cannot wear their shoes. You know, I wish I had started the no shoe policy though, because I do think it makes sense, especially well, like you say with carpet. Yeah, um, but we have mostly hardwood floors, so I'm you know I don't worry about it too much. Well, Jess in her house, like they literally have a shoe rack right when you walk in, and like ah, no matter who you are. You mm-hmm. put your shoe in the shoe rack. Yeah. But I found that everyone's very different about their shoe policy. Mm-hmm. Um, so mine is not in the bedroom. My mom's mm-hmm. is anywhere. Jess's is you know, nowhere, basically. Unless I see a shoe rack at the front door, then I assume that it's okay to wear your yeah. shoes. 
Yeah. You know? <laughs> Fair enough. But if you All see right. one, you better take your shoes off. Right. Um, leaving an empty toilet paper roll, like if you use the last bit of toilet paper, look around. <laughs> they probably have one under the cabinet and put it on. Don't just don't just walk out and leave it. And if they don't have one, this is not what she says. But what I would say is, please tell the person that lives there, right? Right. That that's bad for the next person. I mean, is is it though? I don't know. I don't know what the rule would be with that. I don't. I don't think I would feel offended. Like if I had a guest come over and like I walked into the bathroom afterwards, and like the guest bathroom was, you know, even if they were using my bathroom for whatever reason, um, I don't think I'd be offended. Like if if like nobody had said anything to me, I don't think that would really bother. But that would, that would make you feel some kind of way, like offended that they did that. Well, you'd be offended if you sat down and used the bathroom and there was no toilet paper. Y'all, th- how does that ever happen? I mean, does, it does, does nobody happen and see like what the toilet paper situation is before you use the restroom? Is that am I the only person that does it? I hear this story all the time. It's like, oh, I mean, how, you know, what happens if you're stuck? You I mean, do y'all not look beforehand? Is that not a normal <laughs> thing to do? Like, well, well, I mean, typically you should be looking, but you could yeah. go to someone else's house and not like and be in a hurry. That's the first thing I do <laughs> because I know it's about to happen, and I'm like, if I need toilet paper, like I'm not about to be caught. Backwards on that, you know, like that's not not my situation. All right, what else? Don't put your feet on the furniture. Don't get too comfy. It's not your house, so your feet don't go on their couch or their coffee table, even if you see them doing it. Wow, it's not okay for you, according wow. to Miss Etiquette here. How do you how do you feel about that? You know, we don't really normally put our feet on the furniture, but I do have I do have an ottoman in the. The middle of the room, one of those great big things that I use more as a cocktail table. But if somebody puts their feet on that, I don't object to it. I mean, especially family. I don't think anyone's tried to put their feet on there except yeah, my family. Y'all got, well, y'all got but, that damn like cloth one. They, my mom has a cloth know. coffee yeah. table. What, what, what do you call it? Is it an ottoman? Yeah. Is it an yeah. ottoman? It's like an oversized ottoman. Mm-hmm. So like it's always kind of awkward because it looks like it, it actually is a great place for your legs to go. But I'm always like, is this a table or is this like, like a foot rest? <laughs> because like, I do I don't, use it as a table. Yeah. Yeah. Like I never know quite like what to do with it. But I mm-hmm. think that's probably fair. And that's mm-hmm. a really awkward like conversation to have too. Yeah. Or it's like, hey, can you not put your shoes on my ottoman slash <laughs> no, table? My you know, like table. Yeah, it's yeah. uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. All right. Um using their shower stuff as a guest, it's forbidden to use their shower gel, moisturizer, shampoo, conditioner, or any other product in their shower or bathroom. I would agree with that. You know, some people leave little baskets like, you know, Shannon used to do that, remember? Um, um she left yeah she left no, I, I used to do that that was me oh yeah you did that yeah those baskets were always me that's nice so yeah I, yeah i like that but if and what and so for people that don't know there would be a basket on the dresser I can't believe you did that. I'm so impressed. I mean, I think so. Maybe it was between the two of us, but I think it was my idea originally because I think what happened was we went to her, to my mother-in-law's house and like they had like a basket mm-hmm. and the basket had like, or maybe, maybe I don't remember who it was, but I, you know, it was either her mom or stepmom and they had like a basket and it had like a bunch of toiletries, but also like some snacks and like everything else. And it was such a nice thing to like walk into. So nice. You didn't then, learn like, that here. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I you just, had a- 
I just, I just kind of burn out on that idea. I just, like, it was fun for, it was just too much to keep up with. Like when I, when I had more free time, I mean, keep in mind, I used to work for four hours a day or whatever. And so I could just do whatever I wanted the rest of the day. Yes. Now, like the basket's kind of like a, oh man, I got to And I'm, I'm in the middle of nowhere, basically. Right. Mm-hmm. Like going to the, the store is like, I got to drive 30 minutes to go to a Target. So <laughs> it's not really the same thing. But that is, by the way, it's a really nice thing. If you ever, if, I remember the way it felt and that's why I wanted to like pass that along to somebody else. It's like, just get like a little, is, is that wicker basket or whatever? Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's like a little basket. Like a little and then basket. They, just full, you know, put, uh, we put, t- it basically looked like a, you know, have towels in it mm-hmm. and it have, um, yeah, snacks, drinks, maybe like a mm-hmm. bottle of wine or something just to like, so when you walk in the guest room, it just felt really like really welcoming, really happy. Like so, you're anyway. at a hotel. Yeah. But I mean, I think you can use people's toiletries. Like what the hell? That's a weird. Yeah, rule. no, I wouldn't. Like, then what would you, like, what would you do? I if you didn't have anything. toiletries. Ah, that's weird. Like why, why? I mean, so I, you know, in my guest bathroom, I've got all, I've got shampoo. I've got. Body yeah, wash, you don't I, use any of that? Well, the, I use the stuff that I sent there via Amazon. <laughs> that's weird. No, I got stuff. That's, I, that's no. Stuff when is there for y'all, stuff. man. No, All right, no, is, no. That, is that the last one? Mm-mm. Okay. Not removing your bed linens. Always take off your bed linens. Mm, I think you ask. Mm. Mm. I'm okay with you ask. If you just say, hey, what do you want me to do with them? And then like, because sometimes yeah. I don't want them off. Sometimes like it's just... It looks messier to have the, you know, the sheets before I'm going to wash them just to have them like laying on the ground. kind of gives me anxiety. It's messy, you know? Yeah. Well, you should offer to put clean sheets on. I think, put put sheet, clean sheets on? Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah, I only have, I have two off. pairs of sheets. So like. <laughs> oh, they'd have to go on. And they yeah, have to go off I know and then that's come back true. on. I have to yeah. launder mine when I come to your yeah. house yeah, and put yeah, them yeah, back yeah. on. And then the last one is just leave a small parting gift. That's lovely. No. You know? Just leave no. a little candle or leave something, no, a bottle of wine. That's a crazy person thing. Don't do that. Oh, I like that. You've never left me anything. I know. <laughs> what are you talking about? You love that. What are you talking about? You love I that. I do love that. I don't really consider myself a guest at your house, though. What do you consider yourself? I mean, I consider myself your mom. I'm Just the mom? <laughs> I've never had anyone, and like keep in mind with you know living living in different cities where a lot of people come, you know, obviously come to visit, and I've never had one person in the history of time leave me a gift. So I don't do not make that the expectation. I think that's weird. Like for what? Like a gift for what? I don't know. I go when I go to visit Margo, I take her gifts. Well, that's well. Now I feel like you're you're uh, you're not um, you're not living up to that end of the uh, the deal with me. Because well, I'm the middle I send, child. I send you gifts all the time. Don't yeah. don't be whiny. <laughs> uh, let's get to our um, let's get to our uh, quote for today. <laughs> okay, from Susie Cassum. Doubt kills more dreams than failure ever will. You've got to take a chance and just take a risk and go for it. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> Usually you got something profound to say. <laughs> I was like, it's going to be it. good. She's got a long I mean, pause. You, I mean, you may fail, but you've got to try. You can't doubt yourself. If there's something that you really want in life and that you really want to do, if there's a relationship you want to pursue, if there's a job you want to pursue, you go for it. Bro, this, this will be my dating life. This is going to be the rest of my dating career. I can already feel it is like too scared to try it. <laughs> not gonna do it. Oh, jeez. Y'all, we're gonna be well, sitting here. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be, be you will be single the rest of your life then. Certified mama senior over here, like, well, maybe one day I'll be able to figure all this out. Um, I wonder too that like 
how uh, like and people that are divorced. If there's, if there's a lot of y'all. Um, most of y'all did and get remarried. Um, I, by the way, will have been divorced um, five years as of next month. <laughs> so <laughs> that's kind of wild. Um, isn't that wild? It seems like that was yesterday. Honestly, I know it does. I mean, it doesn't, doesn't feel it? like it was yesterday. But if I like think back, I'm like, God, that's been a lot of freaking mm-hmm. stuff that's happened in between these two times. You know? Yes. Anyway, um, I really would love to talk about that with you about how, like, for example, y'all been beat up so hard by radio. I've been beat up so hard, right? Like, it's been so brutal. But for some reason, I have no problem getting back up and trying again. I think one of the main reasons, though, of why I, I do it so much easier than a relationship is because I have to pay bills. Okay. Like I got to stay afloat. So the only Mm -hmm. way I'm going to stay afloat is by having a job Mm -hmm. and I prefer to work in radio right now. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you got no choice. Like there is no like waiting around to see how it's going to go. Relationships though feel different because Mm -hmm. like, I don't really need a relationship right now. Right. Like you've been single so long where you're just kind of like, I don't really need this. And the fear, like, like radio has beat me up so much worse than relationships. Right. Mm-hmm. 100%. Hands down. Mm-hmm. The most unhealthy relationship I've ever had has been a radio, period. So mm-hmm. toxic, so terrible, so bad to you. They <laughs> quit you all the time. Nobody really supports you. They, they, they slit your throat. It's like, it's just, na- people are just, just nasty in the business. Um, it's really unhealthy. <laughs> but I still do it. So, like, what, you know, I've been burned a couple of times in relationships. I think here's what the difference is, too. And I was thinking about this the other day because I was trying to think about like why I'm so like now that I'm like I'm like really trying to like hash this out in therapy about like my fears when it comes to relationships. Mm-hmm. I think the reason why I'm so hesitant to do it again mm-hmm. is because it really wasn't that fulfilling the first time through. Mm-hmm. Like with radio, I do get a lot out of it. Like mm-hmm. I do, I enjoy, I enjoy the act of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot of bullshit too. It's, it's like, but it's more, it's more enjoyable to me than it is bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like it's at least 51% enjoyable, 49% bullshit. Mm-hmm. So on the other hand, it's like, I think that with my relationships and I'm trying to think with the exception of, well, let's, let's run through these really quick and we can just, you can kind of see the pattern here. First girlfriend, high school. Mm-hmm. Um, cheated on me. Second girlfriend, high school, uh, was great. Mm-hmm. She was great. She was fantastic. Yes. Uh, my next real relationship relationship was probably my ex-wife like, that I was like, I'm in a relationship with you, mm-hmm. was my ex-wife, which was like just so not fulfilling. Mm-hmm. And then since then, it's just been pretty like chaotic. And, you know, I'll, I'll take the blame for that, the, the, for the mm-hmm. chaos. Mm-hmm. Um, but like my marriage was so unfulfilling mm-hmm. that like I'm just not in a rush. Like being single to me mm-hmm. is was better than being in that marriage. Yeah, but that was that was with that one person. Right. But that's all I got, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's the experience that I have was like, True. well, let me think. I put a lot of effort into that. And it just sucked. Like even mm-hmm. like when it was good, it kind of sucked. So yeah. like, uh, I think that's really one of my problems too. Is like I have enjoy. I I not only do I enjoy, but I can control being single. Mm-hmm. I have one hundred percent control of how my life goes because mm-hmm. I. Well, I mean, you know, of how it's going to go because of that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why I like to date so much too. Is because when I'm dating, 
I also still have control mm-hmm. of the situation. I'm more, more so control than I would have if I was in like a, okay, one person, one thing, like that's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that's also a, a problem too, is like going for it. I think mm-hmm. it's a lot easier when you already know the, the outcome is going to be fulfilling yes. versus going for it and you're not quite sure Mm-hmm. how it's going to turn out. Mm-hmm. That makes sense? Yeah, but in a relationship, you can't tell until you're in it. Sadly. So that is why I've been single <laughs> for five years, mother. <laughs> but you have to take a chance. So you'll never have a fulfilling relationship with anyone in your yeah, life. And I just, uh, well, we're, we're trying. We're trying mm-hmm. our best over here, people. We're trying yeah, our I best. Know, I know you are. Uh, today's podcast is brought to you. Who do you want to talk about first? You want to talk about, let's, talk about, let's talk about healthy relationships for a minute. Okay. Paired is a sponsor of our podcast. I really hope you've tried this. Uh, Paired is an app that basically you download with your partner, and every day you guys connect via this app. And they present you every day with like a game or questions or I mom, mean, you used it. Why don't you explain how it works? Yeah. So you know you you have you you have a set of questions that you send to your partner every day. It's a different question. Um, and, and you comment on what you're thinking about it, and then you ask for their feedback, and it's amazing. It's yeah. amazing things that you thought you knew mm-hmm. or, you, or how you think they're going to answer, mm-hmm. and it doesn't always turn out that way, which right. then starts an, a good conversation about, wow, I never really knew that you felt that way about whatever <laughs> it is, you know? Yeah, it's just a way for you to connect and ask mm. questions and play games and just have fun. Sure. You can stay connected and you can also deepen your conversation. So that's really mm-hmm. what it's there for. If you're in a relationship, it doesn't matter if you've been together you know, a short time or a long time. Try it out and see what you think. It's time to lighten the mood and have fun with your partner using Paired. Head to P-A-I-R-E-D.com, Paired.com slash Kramer to get a seven-day free trial and 25% off if you sign up for a subscription. Just head to Paired.com slash Kramer and sign up today. Connect with your partner every day using Paired. A happier relationship starts here. Also on our podcast today, we want to say hello to Care Of. Care Of is great if you are bad at discipline, man. I'm going to be honest. I'm not a disciplined guy. Like if it's here, I'll do it, right? Like that's my theory with why I do meal prep is because I get meal prep sent to me. It's a little bit more expensive, obviously, than going into the grocery store and buying stuff, which I don't even know anymore if it is because things are so damn expensive. Um, so I um, – uh, with care of if you're, you know, the reason I do it is because it comes to my house and like it's here. So I'm going to a much better chance of using it. Right. Mm-hmm. If you're really trying to get serious about like taking vitamins and supplements and powders, they'll send them to your house conveniently every single month. Right. And so every day you'll get these, they come in like a little, you know, pack of 30, these little pouches, you rip the, the, um, uh, the top off, you toss it back with some water. Those are your supplements. And then, well, if you're saying, well, how do I know which ones I need? If you take this short in-depth quiz about your lifestyle, your health goals, and, and you're going to get personalized doctor back recommendations, taking the guesswork out of your supplements that are best suited for you. And you can change it. You can say, yeah, that sounds like something I want to try or not. It'll tell you like why it's good for you, especially with your lifestyle, what you're trying to achieve. I really, I think it's, it's such a, a, like, foolproof way not only do you have the recommendations of what your body needs compared to like your lifestyle and what you know your aging and everything else your age or uh, whatever it is you're trying to achieve with health and it also 
you know, is conveniently there every single month and easy to take. So 50% off your first care of order, go to takecareof.com, enter code Kramer 50. If you're a supplement person, I would love for you to try this 50% off your first care of order, go to takecareof.com and enter the pro, uh, promo code Kramer five zero. Certified fans, thank you for all of your love and your support. We just need, honestly, man, like this could be our best month yet. <laughs> if we just get one more person to help us out this month. Certified fans are people that contribute a few bucks a month to the show. It's $6 a month. You get perks on the back end. It's a big deal because it does. You're like, well, $6 a month, like what's that going to do for you? Well, yeah, it's $6 from one person. But if we have a ton of people mm-hmm. that are supporting it makes the show, a big difference. it does. It makes it, I mean, it pays the bills, right? Mm-hmm. So. I, the way I kind of like put it in perspective for you is like, consider my mom and I like some type of like street performer and you're just throwing a couple of bucks in our, in our hat as you walk by. So, um, we already have two people this month. We need one more person. I promise you, we will not harass anybody else this month because our goal is three people a month to keep us on track. So if you can help and you want to get extra perks for the show, you want to support the show, we would love that. Text the word fans, F-A-N-S to 888-Kramer8. Okay, um, we don't have a new certified fan today. I had somebody that showed interest. Uh, oh, she said, "I want to be your." Mean? Oh, she said, "Well, she she messaged me and said, I want to be your your last certified fan of the month.' But oh. uh, money talks, sweetie. Money talks." <laughs> <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so what are you supposed to do on March thirty first? No, I say get it done. Get it done. <laughs> Say, hey, you're going to help. You're going to help. Um, so what we do is when we have anybody new, we spin our wheel of certified fans, which I think you can hear. Is that my headphones? No, I can hear go. it. We spin our it's wheel good. of certified fans. We put everybody's name in here and we just try to figure out who we're talking to today to dedicate this episode to. And we're going to go back to number 18 today. So wow. this is going to be somebody very early on. Mm-hmm. Um, this is Monica P. Hi, Monica. Hello. Monica P. is our certified fan of the day. Monica okay. joined us on the very first day of certified fans. That would have been my birthday, <laughs> June the 3rd, uh, was when we launched it. And uh, Monica was one of the first people ever to hop in, 18th person, clearly, uh, to to join us. So, Monica, man, that's a long time to support a podcast. It's a long time to support anybody. You know, we're coming up it on... Is. Uh, Three years? Two years? Three years? March 25th will be our three-year anniversary mm. of Certified Mama's Boy. Wow. That's crazy. I had to think about it. Like, when did we start this podcast? It was March. <laughs> it was March the 25th. So this month we'll be celebrating three years that of Certified Mama's Boy. Like that's that so crazy. Wild. <laughs> so thank you for continuous support, Monica. That's like that means so much. Oh, if you really yeah. if you really think about that, like so long. You were here day one and you're still supporting. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. This ed- episode is dedicated to Monica P. Mom, let's give her uh, some love. She is from San Diego. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is your whoop whoop. Whoop whoop to Monica P. We're so grateful for you. Thank you so much for being here. Text the word FANS, F-A-N-S to 888-Kramer8, and you can become a certified fan today and be our last person to be the hero of the month. A moment in Kramer history. Yeah, welcome to a moment in Kramer history. It's nice to be able to have my voice back to be able to do that. Basically, this is where we look back on the ridiculous archive of my radio career. And like back in the day, yeah, we were so wild. Like I look at young morning shows now. There's one in Tampa right now that I'm like, oh, y'all are so reckless. How can you be like that? And then I realized like we were doing like even worse stuff back in the day. 
we'll play this one for you today. This is a, a, a segment we asked people. You ever been so drunk you woke up uh, where you didn't even like know you had somebody's basically somebody's house before? Uh, and the calls are always funny. This is the best thing ever about living in, in Panama City, Florida, was you always just had messy, messy people like this. This is the news story that started the whole thing. Yes. Okay. Um, apparently, there was a 24-year-old man who... Um, told sheriff's deputies he was extremely intoxicated when he kicked in the door of a home on a random Saturday night and fell asleep on the couch believing the residence was his own. Right. The 85-year-old woman who lives in the home first noticed something was amiss when she got up Sunday morning. She found a pillow on the couch and a blanket that had been moved from a chair neatly folded on the back of the couch. Lying next to the couch were a camera, a credit card, and several plastic floral necklaces. Uh, the woman noticed the coffee table was wet, apparently with um, urine. Um, oh. Sheriff's deputies who took the woman's report found the screen and glass of the back door smashed from the outside. The officers identified the man through the credit card. Um, this all happened in Minnesota, by the way. The man um, contacted, uh, I guess, you know, the sheriffs and asked them to meet him at the woman's home. He was apologetic. He said he had mistakenly thought he was at his own home when he kicked in the door. <laughs> The man told deputies that he had earlier contacted the woman and her son uh, while the son was examining the door and that he would try to pay for the damages. But talk about a bad night. Seriously. Like, I think I think you see where my question is going to be this morning. Right. Okay? Who in Panama City can call us up this morning and tell us your story of where you got so intoxicated that you actually ended up in the wrong house? You actually ended up in the place you were not really supposed to be. Right. You know, at all. Wherever you ended up, it was not, it was where, not you where you supposed were to be. supposed to be at all. Our phone number is 230-WILN. 230-9456. Mine wasn't as major. Luckily, it was someone I knew, but it was um, last St. Patrick's Day, actually, in Savannah. And, you know, St. Patrick's Day is huge. And I had a bunch of friends come into town um, for St. Patrick's Day. And the power went out in Savannah last year on St. Patrick's Day. It was oh, yeah. horrible. And everyone was downtown. They actually had to evacuate downtown. At the time, I worked at the news station. So I was at work doing the ten or the 11 o'clock news, and all my friends were like, well, we're just going to go back to your house because we can't go anywhere else downtown. So they had been drinking, having fun for about two hours. And then I got home, and everyone was like, catch up, Miguel, catch up. Don't ever try to catch up. <laughs> <laughs> this is Miguel's one lesson in life, I think. Exactly. And so they were just like feeding me drinks. Literally in about a span of 20 minutes, I think I had about three drinks. Oh, Jeez. Lord. So about an hour later, like I don't remember the rest of the hey, night, honey, but apparently because the lights were out and like everyone in the apartment complex was like out in the streets and like drinking and having fun. And when I woke up the next morning, I was in my neighbor's um, bathroom with a towel around my neck. No idea how you ended up there, huh? I like literally. I, I have my my friends. Um, I have my friends' camera that night, and their just picture is like I can kind of piece together the night. Oh my gosh! gosh so but yeah, for you. I so, didn't know that story. Uh, two three o w i l n. Who can call us and tell us how they ended up in the totally wrong spot? Okay, Michael. Good morning. Good morning. Okay, so uh, obviously. <laughs> If anyone can beat your story this morning, I will. I'm going to give them a prize. Holly, tell them the prize of the day. Um, prize of the day is actually a date with Kramer. Yes. Oh, nice. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. You know, good time, friends together. You know, just uh, celebrating the end of the semester. And when it, it 
came down to it, you know, we just all decided, well, let's go out to the bar. We're having a good time. Let's, you know, let's go out. And I, this is where things started to get cloudy because I honestly do not remember leaving the apartment. It was just all coming in flashes at the bar, passed out, and then I suddenly sprung back to life and jumped the rail on the porch and <laughs> took off running. And I went over to a neighboring apartment where my friends live, and they tried to get me to, um, you know, to like just lay down to stop. You yeah, know, right? Do, doing a responsible thing. Down. Yeah, they uh, they're trying to help me. And uh, so, you know, I didn't want to have any part of that. <laughs> God <laughs> so forbid. I, I took off out from there, and um, they said I fell down a flight of stairs on my <laughs> oh, way out. God. And my, and my shoe fell off. And, <laughs> it's a good night when your shoe off. falls off. But did that stop you? <laughs> no, it did not no, stop of me. Of course not. I, I darted off into the woods, and <laughs> off I went. And uh, I was, so at this point, I was like, okay, I'm going to go over to my friend's house and crash. And I get to my friend's apartment, and he's not home. The front door is locked. And so I was like, all right, you know, they always leave the back door unlocked, so I'm going to go around back and go in. So I go around back, I go in, I climb in bed, get all cozy, and I wake up on the sidewalk in handcuffs. And the police officer came up to me and said, "You, um, we're not going to press charges, um, but you're definitely going to jail for public intoxication. And I, I was like, where am I? And he said, you're at the Woodlands. And come to find out, I went in the wrong door and went in some poor girl's room and went to bed. Wrong house. Wrong place, man. Oh, yeah. my God. Game over. That was the, wow. That's it, man. I, I knew these stories were out there. Totally wrong place. <laughs> Oh, yeah. that poor, imagine that, just imagine wow. that. And I love hearing yeah. the opposite. I love hearing, like, her side of the story, yeah. too. Like, imagine walking into that. And there's you know? some guy covered in mud yeah. in, in your, your bed. Oh, God. Oh, Lord. All right, man, good story. Thank you for calling us. Oh, no problem. All right. Well, let's take the other side of the story, too, okay? It's 8.33 right now, 230-WLN. Maybe you were on the reciprocating side of that. It could be just as bad. Let's talk to Laura really quick. What's up, Laura? Hey, guys, how are y'all? Good, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Can't believe I'm about to tell this story. Oh, come on. Do <laughs> These are the best ones. It's just us. Oh, just y'all. Mm-hmm. And everybody else in Panama City. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. So, I was leaving. I actually moved to St. Petersburg for like six months. Okay. And it was around Christmas time. And all my coworkers found out that I was moving back to Panama City. They wanted to show me the real side of St. Pete. Take me out and have a good time. Well, the last thing I remember, we were at Outback. I woke up the next morning in my boss's house, who was not with us when we went out. Oh. Yeah. Well, how did you get there? I woke up in the bathroom on the floor. And I was so sick. I was so sick at my boss's house. I had no idea where I was at when I woke up. I was freaking out. And your boss was not originally part of the of the uh, the plan. No, no, she wasn't. Oh, no, she no. wasn't. So how Come did it happen? Come to find out. Come to find out. I, uh, we went all walking downtown, and she lived right downtown, and I knew that. So uh, apparently I walked into her house, knocked on the door, <laughs> oh. door was unlocked, walked in, and she woke up halfway through the night and was passed out on her couch. <laughs> <laughs> so she said she woke me up, 
and she put me in the bathroom because I told her I was about to get sick. She laid towels down, she got me water, oh. and then, then when I woke up that morning, and I'm looking around, I'm like, where am I? Oh, and God. So I walked downstairs because she had me upstairs. How she got me up there, I have no idea. Ugh. Uh, and I got down there, she said, um, I have an extra change of clothes for you because you have to be at work in an hour. Oh, <laughs> that's the worst. Oh, it was Employee horrible. of the month. Yeah, so you actually had to go to work with her the next day. Yes, she <laughs> brought me to work the next day. And she, she taught me a lesson because she made me take care of everybody. Oh, that's really Bad. tough. Great That's one story. of the worst. Oof. I'm glad you yeah. shared that with us. Hey, not a problem. Thanks, Y'all have Laura. a good day. Shoot okay. Today's episode is brought to you by AG1. AG1 is an awesome partner of ours. I hope you'll at least go check them out. Uh, they're a powder you take every single day. I've been taking it now for a couple of months. God, it's been longer than that now. Eight months maybe? It's a daily powder that uh, you just you, you put in with some water. For me, it was to try to work on my digestion issues and like it worked, y'all. Like I have not had any type of constipation since then. 70 high, 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. Start your day out right. All the good stuff. That's going to support your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, your recovery, your focus, your aging, literally all the things. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune support and vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash Kramer. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash Kramer to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutrition. Ooh, nutritional insurance. A tiny little burp in there. Forgive me. Um, also, today's podcast is brought to you by Apostrophe Skincare. If you're trying to get your skin under control, man, this is it. I, I can tell you, like, if you're somebody that's like, like your your parents can really bog you down sometimes. I get it. And I hate when people want to give you unsolicited advice, you know, about like, oh, you should change this. You should change that. Like, you get tired of it after a while, right? Like, it's just like, if anyone's ever mentioned your skin before, like, it just makes you feel like crap. And maybe it is time, you know, and, and, and their advice may have sucked. Like, just drink more water or wash your face and then you'll have better skin. Let's get down to the bottom of it. I want to you to apostrophe they're an online platform that connects you with an expert dermatology team to get customized acne treatment for your unique skin through apostrophe you get access to oral and topical medications that use clinically proven ingredients to help clear your acne you just got to fill out an online consultation about your skin goals and your medical history you snap a few selfies and then a board certified dermatologist will take a look and create an initialized treatment plan for you customize specifically for your needs. Apostrophe offers access to prescription treatments for acnes of all types, hormonal acnes, facial acne, butt acne, chest acne, back acne, whatever's going on with your skin, they're going to be able to uh, take a look at it for you. And uh, especially, I think that, you know, a lot of people like it because they, you know, you get it, you get access to a whole team and going to a dermatologist is like bad. And that's, that's what I liked about it is the fact that all of a sudden it's like, boom, you're hooked up with a dermatologist. It's simple to sign up. I think you're really going to like it. So, uh, and, and you don't have to go to the pharmacy either. Like you don't have to like you know, it's it's just it's made simple for you. Special deal for you. You get a first uh, first visit for five dollars at apostrophe.com slash Kramer. When you use our code Kramer, okay? You gotta use the code, you'll get a fifteen dollar savings. That code is only available to our listeners. So to get started, go to apostrophe.com slash Kramer. Honestly, if you got some acne problems and skin issues, have them take a look at it uh, because it will support the podcast too. And I think you will feel better. Apostrophe.com slash Kramer, click get started, then use uh, the code Kramer. At sign up, and you're going to get your first visit for $5. Thank you, Apostrophe, for sponsoring this episode. All righty, we're done for today. Um, 
Thank you so much for being a part of it. I don't think there's anything else to report today. Uh, tomorrow we'll talk about Kiki is home. So we'll talk about that experience tomorrow because we are running out of time for today. I know you got things to do. So I hope you'll come back every single day. How about this? If you haven't done this in a while, maybe you've never done it. Could you help us out if you listen to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and give us a review, a like? It, we don't get a ton anymore. I know a lot of you guys are long timers and you supported us, you know, three years ago. But if you've never left us a review or uh, a nice comment, uh, don't leave nasty comments. Just, <laughs> just move on. Uh, but if you want to support the podcast that's another way to do it is by uh those reviews that do help so thank you for doing that and i love you and i'll see you tomorrow hi kramer mom and nancy this is lauren from georgia i'm calling about the lady who wants to spend seven thousand dollars on a surgery for her cat i would not do the seven thousand just for seven months so it's only prolonging the life for about three to four months of what the vet estimates the surgery itself will probably be painful and there'll be a recovery period as well. So that, let's just say a month of that seven months you're going to get is, you know, recovering from a surgery. If the vet were to tell me you would have a year or a couple more years of life at a seven-year-old cat, then yes, maybe I would. If I could afford it. I'm not sure I could. Um, but just to prolong the life for three or four months, I don't think I could pay that. But I don't, you know, I do think you and your husband need to come to an agreement. $7,000 a month. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.